Are you trying to figure out life, goals, God, and everything in between? Well, guess what? You're not the only one. My name's Michelle Nicole, and I'm the founder of God Distracted. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can minimize your distractions and get more God Distracted. Let's talk about the areas of business, life, love, God, and how they all intertwine to make us who we are. So if this is something you're interested in, make sure to tune in. Talk to you soon. Good morning, everyone. Um, today is a soulful Sunday, right? But I guess if you can hear in my voice that I'm not really feeling soulful. Um, it's just a lot, right? We're dealing with a lot. We're dealing with uh, just, I don't even know, y'all. Like, a lot on America, a lot on black men right now, a lot on black women right now, and America's hurting, you're seeing protests, you're seeing rioting, you're seeing people speak out, it's just so much, and I just want to talk about that and talk about what it is being a Christian in this, but still understanding that black lives matter and action still needs to take place, right, it has to, we have to do more than just prayer, Prayer is great, but guess what? There's more than just prayer needed in this. And I'm not going to sit back as a Christian and just sit back and say, we'll just pray and God will change it all because he hears our prayers. No, that's not the kind of Christian I am. So as you're listening to this, just know the direction it's going to go. I'm just feeling very heavy right now. And being able to have this platform to vent is just going to be sort of therapeutic and a release for me. Um, y'all, like, I don't even know. I am feeling, I just feel the weight of everything on me, and it's turning into a lot of anxiety, and it's turning into a lot of pain and anguish, and it's triggering for me. It's hard for me to watch. I won't watch any other video of a Black man being lynched and murdered, of a Black woman being lynched and murdered. I will not watch videos of it. But it's you still hear, you still read, you still see, you still see images. And it triggers me. And it, it triggers me back to a time when we got the George Zimmerman verdict from Trayvon Martin. And as long ago as that was, it triggers me back to that very moment where that came down. And I was literally destroyed. Call it being naive. I just didn't think that that verdict was going to happen. And at that time, I was active and I was protesting. And I remember being on the news and just going in. And I just was so angry (laughs) and I was so emotional. And what's crazy is I'm still angry. I'm still emotional. But the way that I react now is overwhelmed. You know, where before I wanted to be out, I don't want to be in the front lines. I was, I'm just overwhelmed and I just don't know what to say anymore and I'm tired. And I'm not numb to the pain, but I'm numb to the reactions of people. But I'm just like, all right, another hashtag and then what? What are we going to do to make systematic change? And what can I do to help implement it without even understanding how I'm feeling? without even understanding this anxiety, without even being able to truly 
articulate this, you know? It's like, I want to be the change, but I don't know how to be the change because I'm too hurt and heavy to figure out how to even move in this. So sometimes we just have to be still until we understand how to move in it, right? But at the same time, you still want to be active. And I say all this to say that a lot of times as Christians, people tend to say, well, we'll just pray about it. And how I said earlier, yeah, I'm going to pray, but there got to be more that needs to be done, right? I believe in the power of prayer, but I also believe in the power of action. Faith without works is dead. You know, I understand that people are hurting and I understand people are going to say a lot. People are going to say, well, if that was the case, God, if you believe in God, why did he allow that to happen? Listen, this is my belief. I don't, I ain't talking about no one else but me in this. And you either believe it or you don't. There's two moving spiritual aspects in this world. God ain't the only spiritual aspects. And the Bible talks about how we are fighting against principalities and demons and things like this. Yes, I do believe this is a spirit. And forever, whatever reason, this spirit is sent out to come kill, steal, and destroy our black people. Because black women are dying too. Don't get it twisted. We got Breonna Taylor out there too. Black women are being killed also by, by police. And whatever spirit this is that tends to come after and kill God's people that are made in his image, to me, there's something going on. To me, whatever spirit of hate this is that must attack the very creatures, the very people that must look the most like God because it hates us to this extreme and it wants to continuously kill our men. It's crazy to me, right? I do believe that. I do believe this is a spirit, but I believe in spiritual warfare as well. I'm not a Christian that ain't going to acknowledge that we are going through spiritual warfare. If you don't acknowledge that, you're not going to understand why you need to save souls. You don't understand any of that. So you need to get into your Bible. You need to understand spiritual warfare. You need to understand how to really react to this. Thank you, God. Like how to react to spiritual warfare through this. But you also need to understand as a Christian that Jesus was revolutionary. Jesus was a rebel. Jesus wasn't sitting in the back holding hands saying, we're just going to see what happens and we're just going to sing and pray. Jesus was turning over tables, if you read in Matthew. He went and turned over tables. He went and guess what he did? Mobilized his disciples, mobilized his people to create a movement to move through, shift and make change. He did actions. He was not sitting back. Jesus was in the gutters talking about this is what we're going to do. This is what we need to do. And this is how we're going to overthrow what needs to happen. He did more than just pray. Yes, he prayed, but he prayed and understood that through God's Holy Spirit, he's going to move through and make actions. I'm going to turn over these tables because I'm going to let you know that you're wrong in this because that ain't going to work. I'm going to mobilize. We're going to put actions. We're going to go in and mobilize all through here. We're going to infiltrate. And we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. I'm going to go in and I'm going to go in with the people that are hurting the most. He came to heal those that are hurting, not those that are healed. I'm going to go in and I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to see where they're hurting. And we're going to talk about how we're going to heal them and help them. He wasn't sitting back in the sidelines. He wasn't an all in the clouds looking down like, oh, no, he came down in flesh to be like, y'all need me. Let me come in. Let me rip stuff up and let me do what needs to be done. And guess what? He did it. He did it to the point that he sacrificed his life for it. And so I don't want people to look at this as if Jesus wasn't a revolutionary, if Jesus wasn't a change maker, if Jesus wasn't going through and turning over stuff to make things happen. So don't look at people that are rioting and that are 
protesting in bad, negative ways and say, well, let's just pray. And how dare you do that? What do you think Jesus would have did? He wouldn't have been sitting down. He would have been talking about Black Lives Matter because that's my father's son. That's my father's daughter. And you don't have the right to go in and take their lives because their lives matter to me. So don't get that twisted at all. I don't want anyone to ever think that. I don't ever think of me as a Christian that's going to sit back and be like, all right, no, that's not me. But what I do want to say is this. We have to understand what we're fighting and what our role is in this. And just like anything else, everyone's role not, may not be the same, right? You may not be someone that's going to be on the front lines protesting. You may not be someone that's going to be on the front lines leading the marches and leading the speeches. You may be someone that's going to do what? Guess what? I know that I'm going to be able to donate to bail out protesters. I know that I'm going to be able to help them. What do you need? You need water? I'm going to get you water. You know what I mean? You need legal representation? I'm a lawyer. I'm going to get you legal representation. What is it that you need? That may be who you are. You may be someone that's strategic and understands, okay, now that this is done, what do we need to do with this system and this system and this system? Figure out what role you have and how you as a Christian, can show who God truly was and what he truly is set for and become that role in this. Figure that out. I can't even tell you right now how to do that because guess what? I don't know how to do it. I'm sitting up here talking and holding back tears because I'm fearful of every black man that's in my family, that's connected to me, that's my friends that I work with, that they can't even walk outside without the fear of uh, being thrown on the ground and basically suffocated while people are crying and asking for help. I have a fear that my nephew can't go get Skittles with a hood on because guess what? You're going to get killed by someone that ain't even a cop and he gets to get off. You know what I mean? Like I need people to understand, especially if you are a non-black person listening to this, what we are actually dealing with. So if you are only going to pray, you need to pray for this. You need to pray and understand what we're dealing with and how you need to pray against this spiritual attack, how you need to pray against whatever is going on, period. Whether you're spiritual or not, because you probably, you can, I'm probably having some people listen to this and be like, oh, whatever, there she go again. Yes, there I go again, and I'm going to continue to go this way. But if you don't want to pray against spiritual attacks, you need to pray to whatever you want to do about how it is that black people are having to handle this, period, because it's a breaking point. And when the breaking point happens, there's going to be a lot that's going to fall from that. You know what I mean? Like, we cannot continue to carry the world on our shoulders. Black women cannot continue to have to figure out how to heal every single thing, how to fix every single thing, how to not have tears because who says we got to be strong because we can't have victim tears because even in our tears our tears are still seen as strength and not therapeutic you know what I mean pray for that pray for us that are carrying the load of it and we don't even know how to navigate this I literally am so overwhelmed that I don't understand how to navigate this and continue on I don't want to talk about work I don't want to talk about other things in life but yet I still don't want to talk about this so what do we do? We retreat because you don't know what else to do if that's how you are. And that's the space that I am right now. I used to take action, but guess what? I got weary off of that because the more action I took, the more verdicts came down. That meant nothing. So after a while, you're getting tired and you're like, well, what do I do next? I understand the power of prayer. Don't, don't 
doubt that I don't understand that, but I also understand that people are worried, people are angry, people are hurt, people are over it, and people are also ready to go in. And in order for us to understand that as Christians, we also have to understand the radicalness of Jesus, the radicalness of who God is and why he came in his flesh and came down to heal those that are hurting. You can't sit on your high, mighty horse and look down on those that are reacting out. Because I feel like, what was the quote that they said, Martin Luther King said, that riding is the voice of those unheard. And so people are hurting. And yes, we are here to heal. We are ambassadors of God to heal those that are hurting. But we also can do it in a way that still takes action, period. I'm not going to sit back and tell people don't take action. I'm not going to sit back and say we need to continuously talk and talk and talk because talking has done nothing. But I don't know what else to say as a Christian that's struggling in how do we heal those that are hurting God. Help us understand how to do that. Help us to come together and understand the spiritual warfare that we're fighting physically right now. Because there are spirits that are out there killing, stealing, and destroying. And that's the whole point of who the devil is. Kill, steal, and destroy. Why it's happening to us as a culture, as a race, more, I, I, I got nothing. I still believe that Black people are straight descendants of God and that what we are made in his image and what they see and what the devil sees continues to want to come after and destroy us over and over and over again because we are reminders of how great God is. Every time you look at us, you will see how great God is. And so he wants to destroy that. So he's using methods to make that happen. We have to, as Christians, be Christians in advocacy, be Christians in activism, be Christians in your role, be Christians in that. Show God's love, but don't be timid in it. Show God's love, but don't be afraid to turn over tables and say Jesus would have did the same thing, so don't come and play me, period. So there's ways that we have to be focused on God and God strapped while still being able to be activists. In whichever way that is. All activism does not mean you're going to protest and riot. Activism can happen in different ways. Find out what your mode of activism is. Find out what it is that you need to do. Be a Christian in that role and go out and be spiritual in that warfare. And I guess that's what I wanted to talk about, y'all. Like, this has been a relief for me because I'm holding all of this in and I don't know how else to get it out but through this platform. Um... But I just want to thank y'all for listening. I know this is a different soulful Sunday, but right now my soul is more aching and more hurting and more is just in a, a space where it's not joyful, I guess, you know, and I'm there with y'all. I'm there with y'all just because you may not see someone doesn't mean that they're not figuring out what to do. I'm there with y'all. So pray for me as I pray for you. I am standing in solidarity with my black brothers and sisters as you're out there. I pray for those on the front lines, Father, that you continue to shield them, that you continue to keep them safe, Father, that you continue to put your wings of protection around them, Lord. I pray for those that have to go to work every single day and have to work in environments where you have to still put a smile on when your people are dying around you. I've been there. I will not ever do that again. So I pray for you. I understand what that feels like to be put in a box where you have to continue to, to, um, you have to continue to box up your blackness instead of exude it. I pray for you because I know what that feels like. I pray for my black women 
black men and women, Lord, as you have to continuously be fearful. I pray for our babies, Father, that we have to continuously shield them from everything. Their childhoods can't be the same. They can't just go to the corner store. They're seen as threats when they're playing with toy guns, when they are 12 and they're shot down, Lord. I pray for that. I pray for a covering over all of us, Lord. I pray for that we just continuously walk in who you created us to be, activists, Lord. You created us to be people that are willing to turn over tables and to literally rip things up, Father. I pray for that. I pray for that, that you understand there's peace, but there's also time to literally shake things up and say, this is not how my God would have wanted things. And in order for us to get back to that point of how he would have wanted us, I'm going to be the vessel that he uses. We can't be timid Christians. We can't be scared to face and to take up for our lives and black lives. Not all lives are O-U-R lives, black lives. Now, do I believe all lives matter? Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. We know that. But we're talking about black lives here. We're talking about black lives that are dying. So unless you're willing to go onto the front lines of that and whatever front line you need to go in, you need to really check yourself on that and check your Christianity because you should be out there covering your black brothers and sisters like we cover every other race that walks through this world. But I'm done. This is going long and I'm going to go another tangent, but I love y'all. Um, I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank you.